0: People often ask me where to buy yerba mate and recommendations, and I'd suggest going to supporting a local store or a small business if possible. However, if you're living somewhere where you can't, like I once was, and they or they just don't offer the yerba that you want, check out Pampa Direct. They have the largest supply of yerba mate that, that I've seen, and I've learned and tried so many from them before that I've, I've never seen anywhere else. But not only Yerba, they also have dulce de leche, alfajores, shirts like jerseys, games and snacks like Chocolinas, which is one of my wife's favorite cookies. And I found some really great recommendations on there for for beginners, such as Don Ereghi, which is something I I learned about uh, by just trying different stuff there. And also some of my personal favorites, which is Pipore and Aguantadora Despalada. Uh, They have great customer service that speaks English, and in fact, they shipped me another package of Yerba for free after they had mixed up one of my orders, and they always include like little, you know, extras, like little candies and stuff, which is really nice, and they ship anywhere in the world, and they offer free shipping here in the U.S. with an order of $50 or more. Uh, That may change depending on your country. And as a sponsor of the show, they offer 10% off on your first order with the code POWER. Go to YerbaMatiPower.com slash Pampa to place an order. Again, that's YerbaMatiPower.com slash Pampa. P-A-M-P-A. Pampa. Thanks. Welcome to the Yerba Power Podcast, where we share the power of Yerba Mate with the world. Introducing your host, Devin. Hey guys! I hope you enjoyed that intro. Been working on that for a little while. Uh, that was one of my friends, uh, yerba mate lab. You can find him on Instagram or TikTok. He's kind of famous right now. Uh, he got featured on Todo Noticias, which is an Argentine uh, news program, kind of like I guess like you know CNN of Argentina. He does a lot of cool uh, videos uh, teaching you how to prepare it on his on his page. So check him out. Yerba Mate Lab. Thank you for doing that intro for me. Welcome, materos, to the Yerba Power Podcast. Hey, I'm Devin. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining me and listening to this. Um, I want to, you know, celebrate this as the first episode. So thank you for being here and um, actually wanting to hear this. I was surprised by all the community on Instagram of them wanting for me to actually talk about (laughs) this. So, uh, let's just get started. So this at the Yerba Power podcast, we're going to explore the world of Yerba Mate. It's cultural significance. And we delve into the history, traditions, health benefits, uh, preparation methods of this beloved South American beverage. So my plan for us is to talk to you know different experts and people in the community, people that you guys want to hear from, um, farmers, historians, other enthusiasts, to help us understand deeper of what yerba mate is and actually that is the first episode what is yerba mate and so actually this is basically something we'll be trying to answer throughout the entirety of this this show Um, because it's more than just an infusion and more than just a uh, tea or a beverage Uh, but because it's it's kind of the whole point of this podcast is creating that community and For me, personally, my story is a little bit different than maybe most, or some, maybe similarities. So, once again, my name is Devin. I grew up in, you know, Arkansas, um, in the United States, so, you know, it's not like it was in my family heritage or culturally significant significant to me. However, my, my wife is Argentine, and that's how I got introduced to it, um, long story short, I actually have uh, cousins in Argentina and I remember meeting them on a, a family reunion and they had brought yerba mate. And this was probably when I was like 12 years old and a very distinct, you know, look and the gourd and the smell of it and the taste of course. Um, but then that triggered once I did meet my wife, Scarlett, uh, f- Hey, I've had this before, you know, it's kind of hard to believe. Right. Uh, but that's, Kind of basically my story of you know now that we've been married over nine years you know I pretty much drink it every day Oh, well, I do drink it really pretty much every day and I'm usually the one that's uh, you know uh, sabando so starting the the mate in the morning uh, and then the afternoon usually too um, so it's something for me that I've obviously adopted from my wife and from her culture but. I accept it as, you know, part of my own as well. It's and I think that's kind of the beauty of Yeramate is that it goes beyond uh, borders or languages or uh, people groups that it's something that's shared uh, among the world. And that's kind of what I want to share with you guys of the power of Yeramate through this this podcast. And I hope that you not only gain some knowledge about what Yeramate is, but also, a kind of deeper understanding of, of what that means in the community. So, I guess just to answer some of your burning questions, though, is that yerba mate is a a tree. Um, it's the holly leaves on a tree. And according to Wikipedia, which we all know is a valid resource, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but uh, apparently was first named by a French botanist, uh, Augustine Saint-Hilaire, which you, know, you guys can verify for me out there or we'll do some research into this. But the, the point is that it is a, a, a leaf, just like any other kind of tea leaf. Um, however, it has other properties and health benefits that some teas don't have. And that's kind of the other benefits of why Yerba Mate is so big as far as antioxidants, as far as um, different immune boosting Properties, um, and of course, the caffeine itself uh, is stronger than, you know, like green tea. But it became popular because of the uh, Jesuit missionaries that were in the region. And with that being said, Yerba Mate first started in the Amazon region where it grows natively Paraguay, Uruguay, southern Brazil, Argentina, parts of Bolivia. um, And then that during that you know time with the spanish crown is kind of when it got um, more widely distributed into now where it's all over the world thanks to uh, i guess amazon and itself and <laughs> the internet and just being able to i guess the world being flat of being able to travel further places to places that before weren't as known fun fact as well is that yerbate um, has been brought into you know Syria and Lebanon, uh, Jordan, those regions as well, and I look forward to talking to some people from those regions about how Yeromate is in their life and their culture. Um, but here in the U.S., there's a lot of energy drinks, you know, teas that are in cans and stuff. Um, nothing wrong with that, I guess, in of itself. Uh, but the traditional way is um, the ground up. Leaves that are in a, a gourd, uh, made from the tree itself, and with a bombija, which is the straw that filters. Um, of course, nowadays, you know, you don't have to use the traditional gourd—a glass or a cup or a ceramic. Um, really, any any uh, cup will do. And I guess that's the other beauty about yerba is that it's adaptive. Um, it, it comes from a Quechua word, which. The Quechua I am familiar with, um, being, you know, going to Bolivia, I am um, not familiar. I don't, you know, I don't speak any Quechua. I just know a few random words, but it comes from the word mate um, there, which is is apparently where it got from. Uh, mate itself, a word meaning container for a drink, for the, the the gourd itself. But for all purposes, though, it's it's basically an infusion of leaves that are put in a container and drink through a a straw that is filtered. And you use hot water to um, infuse that, that tea. So typically people will fill up a thermos of, you know, about a liter of water with, for me personally, I use water at about, you know, 140, 150 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like about um, 60, 65 degrees Celsius for you guys out there in Celsius. Um, some people hotter. Um, I've not heard anybody any colder than, than what I drink, but obviously not boiling because then it burns the leaves. So you heat up water to around you know that temperature that's comfortable for you. So for me, about 60 degrees Celsius, 140 degrees Fahrenheit. And then you pour the water um, into the cup, whatever cup you use or a gourd, and you filter it through that straw. So, you know, personally, I don't use sugar. Some people do. Um, So there's different ways to prepare it as far as um, different kinds of herbs that you can actually put inside of it, um, as well as, you know, honey or milk or all kinds of things, really. And there's also cold versions of mate, which is called tereré. Um, Brazil, it's more of Chimarao or Chimarau, which is more um or less i guess um processed in the the fact of um aged um it's greener it was something we will talk about these different styles and forms later on in this sh- in this uh show for sure um but I would be curious for you guys that are just joining or maybe even veterans, you know, what kind of things that you particularly enjoy about your mate? So for me, I definitely enjoy the caffeine. Uh, I think most people do. Um, I'm probably uh, maybe along with the, the veterans, I guess you could say, um, actually enjoy the bitterness. Um, maybe that's part of me getting older <laughs> too. Um, but it, it it, especially in the morning, I guess it's more of an awakening sense or a sensory, uh, kind of thing. Also the, the tradition, the process of it, the ritual, uh, to me, that's, um, another kind of beautiful thing about it, especially in the morning, something that, um, kind of as a process to your, your morning routine, I guess you could say, same with the afternoon for me as well. Um, and the different social practices around that um, come from um, the the culture of Yeramate, uh which we'll talk about later, of you know, the way of passing it around and who the cebador, which is the person that um, prepares the yeromate. So there's all kinds of different kind of, I guess you could say rules or customs, maybe is a better word. But um, those are things that are Um, part of the culture. Now, with that being said, as an American, other people that are from, you know, other cultures and stuff, sometimes tend to drink it by themselves. And so maybe not aware of that, which um, we'll talk about more. I guess I want to let you know, if you're first time finding this, that you don't necessarily need all this equipment. You have my permission right here (laughs) to know that um, you don't have to make it that complicated. It's something to be enjoyed, um, whether by yourself or with friends. It's, a, um, you know, experience on all of its own. Um, but for me, you know, definitely the, um, benefits of caffeine, the health benefits, the antioxidants, um, I guess personally with coffee as well, it's something that I can drink all day and it doesn't give me, you know, jitters or side effects in the sense of like my stomach issues or, you know, kind of any kind of an acid or um, feeling kind of crummy, I guess. You know, after you drink too much coffee without, or especially on an empty stomach, and also, um, I mean, I guess it is water that you're drinking that's filtered through it, so in a way, hydrating. Um, and the caffeine delivery is is different, um, which I personally am not a scientist on those kind of things, and would love to get someone's uh, scientist opinion on those, but I do know that the way that the caffeine enters your system, um, personally, you know, is different of than kind of a shock or something that, that would you get from other particular, uh, forms, you know, like coffee or, or other energy drinks and stuff also, um, has the kind of properties of like green tea as far as antioxidants, vitamins and things. Um, and I've heard it said as, you know, like the euphoria of chocolate is, um, because it has kind of a relaxing at the same time, uh, property to it. You can also get different flavors, uh, such as like lemon or orange or grapefruit, even mint is one of my favorite flavors. So they have different flavored Yerbas, whole tons of different types of brands, um, Argentina and, Uruguay and Brazil, uh, Paraguay for sure. All of these countries have, you know, hundreds of different types of brands. And I guess some of the other benefits of yerba mate too that maybe people don't always know about uh, with your kind of your weight management because it, it kind of helps with a suppressive appetite, but it also can have some other benefits of supposedly helping, you know, burn some uh, fat and some other, uh, I guess, chemical properties there in in your body. Other, I guess, anxiety, I guess, is like another thing that that people don't usually talk about. They usually talk about, you know, just the regular vitamin C and caffeine and stuff. But um, as far as social anxiety, having something to talk about or something to hold in your hand with the cord itself, uh, when you're in a circle with some other people that you maybe don't know, um, it automatically gives you a connecting point with someone uh, if you're drinking it with some other people. I know for some people, um, my wife actually included will say that you know it kind of help with uh, stop smoking because it's um, having something a better habit, I guess to replace that. For me personally though, I think it was a replacement for coffee. Um, I'm you know I like coffee. don't get me wrong, but usually I just kind of drink it just because it's there. You know, because it's in the office or um, it's readily available or someone offers it to me. Um, I, you know, I do enjoy coffee, so don't get me wrong. But I would definitely pick tea or mate over coffee if, if given the choice. And so that's, for me, uh, another benefit as well. I, or I guess another reason I like it you um, know, replacing coffee. Uh, I feel it does make me feel better in the sense of... More alert, clear. Um, also, I, you know, mention like stomach issues or um, jitters or any kind of side effects like that. Um, I don't fill those with with yerba mate. So, whether you're a seasoned yerba mate drinker or new to the beverage, this podcast is for you. And we hope that we inspired you for a greater appreciation for yerba mate. Uh, as well as, you know, the cultural and the history of it. And along this show, you know, I'll continue to share tips and insights for me, but I want to get experts and other people on the show. So if you can do me a favor, check me out on Instagram at Yerba Mate Power, and you can send me a message there with any other suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, uh, hosts or people that you would like to see on the show. Thank you guys so much for checking me out here, listening to this. I really do appreciate it. Uh, this is, I guess, taking a long time to get done and a little bit of courage. So I thank you for supporting me. And once again, click to subscribe and I'll be putting more out shortly. Right now, the plan is to do it bi-weekly, So every other week. Um, until I guess I get enough content and maybe do it weekly. If you want more, I guess we'll start delivering more once I get more content together. So thank you once again for supporting me and send me a message on Instagram if you have any other questions or just want to chat. I hope you enjoy this to the fullest. Tune in and join the conversation for next time. Till then, cheers.